The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Are you ready for Pentecost? It happens tomorrow. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, June 4th, 2022, Saturday of the seventh week of Easter in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is St. Petrock, born in Wales, possibly the son of a Welsh king. He became a monk and with some friends went to Ireland to study. They emigrated to Cornwall in England and settled at Padstow. After 30 years there, he made a pilgrimage to Rome and Jerusalem. At that time, he's also reputed to have reached the Indian Ocean, where he lived for some time as a hermit on an island. He returned to Cornwall, built a chapel at Little Petherick near Padstow, established a community of his followers, and then became a hermit. He again attracted followers and was known for his miracles. He died while visiting some of his disciples in 564. St. Petrock, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb, with all the communion of saints, and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for Christian families around the world. May they embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We're approaching the Feast of the Holy Spirit the Feast of Pentecost. And as you might have realized by now, in these last days we have been meditating on the different gifts of the Holy Spirit in preparation for this great feast. And being honest with you, listener, you usually don't know what happens behind the scenes and preparing these meditations, but I'm going to unveil some of our secrets that came up a few weeks ago 
this idea of preparing special meditations with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so the organizer sent out a message to all the priests that prepare these meditations, asking which gift would you like to prepare? And as I was reading the list of gifts, immediately I thought to myself, I have to preach on fortitude. If you've been following some of my meditations, you must realize by now that I consider myself a triathlete or an ultra marathoner, and I've done an Ironman and an ultra marathon and other races. So in my mind, I thought, well, makes sense that I can preach on fortitude because it takes a lot of fortitude to run these long, hard races. Clearly, this meditation is not on humility. That's not my favorite virtue, as you can imagine. But when I said this to the rest of the group and I said, hey, I think I should preach on fortitude, immediately everyone started making fun of me, of course. But I defended my position with great fortitude. Obviously, there is a lot of this virtue in running a long race like an Ironman or an ultramarathon. There's a lot of preparation. There is a lot of overcoming obstacles. And if we go back to the definition given of this virtue, it says that it allows us to overcome fear and to remain steady in our will in the face of all obstacles, physical and spiritual. And obviously, there are many obstacles in running a long race and preparing for a long race. Lack of time, injuries, tiredness, fatigue. And you need to overcome all that in order to call yourself an Ironman, an ultramarathoner. But what I wanted to share with you, and this is the reason why I thought I should preach on this, is because... Many times when I tell people that I've done an Ironman or that I do ultramarathons, people look at me and say, okay, well, you're made out of a different stuff. Maybe it's in your genes, which obviously it is because my dad runs Ironmans as well. But immediately they put you like in a different category. Say, okay, you do those kind of things. You're crazy. You're really fit. But I could never do it. That's what people tend to think immediately. It's never like something, well, hey, that's interesting. That's something maybe I could do. Immediately they put you in a different category. Okay, that's something you do. Great, I'm happy for you. I would never be able to do that because I'm too lazy, because I'm too weak, because I can't train that much, because I don't have time. And immediately it's all these different obstacles that come up that make it in their minds impossible for them to run a race like this. And then I find, like, these people, and maybe you're one of them, maybe not, immediately, like, put themselves out of competition. It's not even a possibility. The obstacles are so unsurmountable that they don't even try. And it's not like you need to try to run an Ironman or an ultramarathon. There's no need in a 
perfectly fine if you never want to do that. But when it comes to sanctity, something similar can happen. And maybe immediately as we listen to the word sanctity, the same arguments come up in our minds, the same arguments as when we listen, when we hear Iron Man or Ultra Marathon. Well, that's impossible. That's for people that are on a whole differently, right? I'm full of weaknesses, I'm lazy, I'm not that holy, I got a difficult situation, man, there's so many obstacles in my life. I mean, I'll try to be kind of good. I'll try not to kill anybody. No, I try not to commit too many mortal sins, try to go to confession as often as I can. But being a saint, that sounds like something impossible. And when we meet people that are wanting to be saints, trying to be saints, we think they're made out of different stuff than we are, that they're in a different category. And mentally, immediately, we put ourselves out of the race. We justify ourselves in the fact that, well, I'm not that strong. I don't have fortitude. And the reality is, very much like in the Ironman, to be honest with you, I think anybody can run an Ironman. I mean, there's people in their 80s that run Ironmans. There's people that don't have legs that have run Ironmans. I think anybody can run. It's a matter of working hard and preparing yourself. And in the same way, sanctity, with the grace of God, and we have the grace of God, is possible. That is why this is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Fortitude is a gift. And it's important that we all kind of push out of our minds, our hearts, the temptation of thinking that I'm not strong enough. I cannot overcome fear. I cannot remain steady in the face of obstacles. There are too many things against me, against me wanting to be a saint. Immediately, push that out. It's a temptation of the devil. Yes, you're weak. Yes, there are difficulties. Yes, being a saint is a very difficult thing. But that's why we have the Holy Spirit. Why do you think God sent the Holy Spirit to the apostles? Because they were weak. They were afraid. They were faced with many really difficult obstacles. But when the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost, they were filled with that gift of fortitude. And they went out and they overcame all the obstacles on their own. No, with the grace of God. But we have the same grace. We have the same Holy Spirit that will come upon us and give us the virtue of fortitude if we ask for it. So as we approach the Feast of Pentecost, let us ask the Holy Spirit for all the gifts that He can bring to us. But specifically, since this is my meditation, for the gift of fortitude, Holy Spirit, come to us, bring us this virtue of fortitude so that we can truly overcome fear, so that we can remain steady in our will in the face of all obstacles, knowing that God will be there to be our strength. And that's where those, our strength comes from, right? Not from being super cool or super heroes, but because we are sons and daughters of God. 
and he will strengthen us. And he wants us to be saints, so he will sanctify us. And he will send us the Holy Spirit, who will sanctify us. There are no excuses. We can all be strong. We might not all be Iron Men. No need. But we can all certainly, hopefully, we will all being, end up being saints. Let's ask for this virtue. Let us trust in the grace of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app.
That's Ned Tonner with a song for tomorrow. Holy Spirit comes 16 and a half past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the seventh week of Easter, June 4th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day now joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Know Know that he, the Lord, is God. God. He He made us. We belong to him. We We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Indeed. How good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostre, Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Alleluia. Let us us praise praise the Lord for his mercy and for for the the wonderful wonderful things he has done for men. Alleluia. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Let them say this, the Lord's redeemed. 
whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe, and gathered from far-off lands, from east and west, north and south. Some wandered in the desert, in the wilderness, finding no way to a city they could dwell in. Hungry they were, and thirsty. Their soul was fainting within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress, and he led them along the right way to reach a city they could dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul, he fills the hungry with good things. Some lay in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and chains, having defied the words of God and spurned the counsels of the Most High. He crushed their spirit with toil. They stumbled. There was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He led them forth from darkness and gloom and broke their chains to pieces. Let them thank the Lord for his goodness, for the wonders he does for men, for he bursts the gates of bronze and shatters the iron bars. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us praise praise the Lord for his mercy and for for the the wonderful things he has done for men. Alleluia. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Alleluia. Men Men have have seen the the works of God, the the marvels he has done. Alleluia. Some were sick on account of their sins and afflicted on account of their guilt. They had a loathing for every food. They came close to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He sent forth his word to heal them and saved their life from the grave. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. Let them offer a sacrifice of thanks and tell of his deeds with rejoicing. Some sailed to the sea in ships to trade on the mighty waters. These men have seen the Lord's deeds, the wonders he does in the deep. For he spoke, he summoned the gale, raising up the waves of the sea, tossed up to heaven, then into the deep, their soul melted away in their distress. They staggered, reeled like drunken men, for all their skill was gone. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. All the waves of the sea were hushed. They rejoiced because of the calm, and he led them to the haven they desired. Let them thank the Lord for his love, the wonders he does for men. Let them exalt him in the gathering of the people and praise him in the meeting of the elders. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Alleluia. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Alleluia. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Alleluia. He changes streams into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, fruitful land into a salty waste, for the wickedness of those who live there. But he changes desert into streams, thirsty ground into springs of water. There he settles the hungry, and they build a city to dwell in. They sow fields and plant their vines. These yield crops for the harvest. He blesses them. They grow in numbers. He does not let their herds decrease. He pours contempt upon princes, makes them wander in trackless wastes. They diminish, are reduced to nothing, by oppression, evil, and sorrow. But he raises the needy from distress, makes families numerous as a flock. The upright see it and rejoice, but all who do wrong are silenced. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the love of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You fill the hungry with good things, Lord God, and break the sinner's chains. Hear your people who call to you in their need and lead your church from the shadows of death. Gather us from sunrise to sunset, that we may grow together in faith and love and give lasting thanks for your kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Alleluia. God has given us a new birth into a living hope. Alleluia. By raising Jesus Christ from the dead. Alleluia. The Third Letter of the Apostle John The Elder to the Beloved Gaius, whom indeed I love. Beloved, I hope you are in good health. May you thrive in all other ways as you do in the Spirit. For it has given me great joy to have the brothers bear witness to how truly you walk in the path of truth. Nothing delights me more than to hear that my children are walking in this path. Beloved, you demonstrate fidelity by all that you do for the brothers, even though they are strangers. Indeed, they have testified to your love before the church. And you will do a good thing if, in a way that pleases God, you help them to continue their journey. It was for the sake of the name that they set out, and they are accepting nothing from the pagans. Therefore, we owe it to such men to support them, and thus to have our share in the work of truth. I did write to the church, but Diotrephes, who enjoys being their leader, ignores us. Therefore, if I come, I will speak publicly of what he is doing in spreading evil nonsense about us. 
And that is not all. Not only does he refuse to welcome the brothers himself, but he even hinders those who wish to do so and expels them from the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Whoever does what is good belongs to God. Whoever does what is evil has never seen God. Demetrius is one who gets a good testimonial from all, even from truth itself. We give our testimonial as well, and you know that our testimony is true. There is much more that I had in mind to write you, but I do not wish to write it out with pen and ink. Rather, I hope to see you soon, when we can talk face to face. Peace be with you. The beloved here send you their greetings. Greet the beloved there, each by name. Do not imitate an evil example, but follow what is good. By By doing doing good, you will will become become a child of God. God. Alleluia. Grace is at work in the one who endures suffering for the sake of God. By doing doing good, good, you will become become a child of God. Alleluia. Second reading from a sermon by a 6th century African author. The disciples spoke in the language of every nation. At Pentecost, God chose this means to indicate the presence of the Holy Spirit. Whoever had received the Spirit spoke in every kind of tongue. We must realize, dear brothers, that this is the same Holy Spirit by whom love is poured out in our hearts. It was love that was to bring the Church of God together all over the world. And as individual men who received the Holy Spirit in those days could speak in all kinds of tongues, so today the Church, united by the Holy Spirit, speaks in the language of every people. Therefore, somebody should say to one of us, You have received the Holy Spirit. Why do you not speak in tongues? His reply should be, I do indeed speak in the tongues of all men because I belong to the body of Christ, that is, the church, and she speaks all languages. What else did the presence of the Holy Spirit indicate at Pentecost except that God's church was to speak in the language of every people? This was the way in which the Lord's promise was fulfilled. No one puts new wine into old wineskins. New wine is put into fresh skins, and so both are preserved. So when the disciples were heard speaking in all kinds of languages, some people were not far wrong in saying, they have been drinking too much new wine. The truth is that the disciples had now become fresh wineskins, renewed and made holy by grace. The new wine of the Holy Spirit filled them so that their fervor brimmed over and they spoke in manifold tongues. By this spectacular miracle, they became a sign of the Catholic Church, which embraces the language of every nation. 
Keep this feast, then, as members of the one body of Christ. It will be no empty festival for you if you really live what you are celebrating. For you are the members of that church which the Lord acknowledges as his own, being himself acknowledged by her, that same church which he fills with the Holy Spirit as she spreads throughout the world. He is like a bridegroom who never loses sight of his own bride. No one could ever deceive him by substituting some other woman. To you men of all nations, then, who make up the Church of Christ, you the members of Christ, you the body of Christ, you the bride of Christ, to all of you the Apostle addresses these words. Bear with one another in love. Do all you can to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Notice that when Paul urges us to bear with one another, he bases his argument on love. And when he speaks of our hope of unity, he emphasizes the bond of peace. This church is the house of God built up of living stones whose master is Almighty God. It is his delight to dwell here. Take care, then, that he never has the sorrow of seeing it undermined by schism and collapsing in ruins. God, who can read the hearts of all, sent his Spirit to the Gentiles, just as he did to us. He made, he made no, no distinction between them and us, and he, and he cleansed their, their hearts by faith. Alleluia. God also gave life-giving repentance to the Gentiles. He, he made, made no, no distinction, distinction between them and us, and, and he, he cleansed their, their hearts by, by faith. faith. Alleluia. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who have celebrated the Paschal festivities may by your gift hold fast to them in the way that we live our lives. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour, it's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, June 4th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes. the 
Lord forget his love. Though a mother forsake her child, he will not abandon you. Though the mountains may fall and the hills turn to dust, yet the love of the Him. He will gently call your name. Should you wander away from Him, He will always take you back. Though the mountains may fall and the hills turn to dust, yet the love of the As he swore to your fathers when the flood destroyed the land. He will never forsake you. He will swear to you again. Though the mountains may fall and the hills turn to dust, yet the love of the One of the original recordings of those pioneers of new liturgical music, the St. Louis Jesuits, Though the Mountains May Fall. 21 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Peter turns and points to one of the disciples and says, Lord, what about him? And the Lord tells him, follow me. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. Peter turned and saw following them the disciple whom Jesus loved, who had lain close to his breast at the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? Follow me. The saying spread abroad among the brethren that this disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness to these things and who has written these things. And we know that his testimony is true. But there are also many other things which Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books 
that would be written. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Right. 
stay on All generations will call me blessed We just celebrated the visitation a few days ago, and that is Ali Aliyah with the visitation song. Our tribute to the Blessed Mother on this day of the week, Saturday, at 15 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. During this month of the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart, I ask you to keep in your prayers the intention of an increase in the virtues of humility and holy purity to strengthen family life and marriage. And let's pray now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Spoken to you are spirit and life. Alleluia. The, the words, words I have spoken, spoken to you are spirit and life. Alleluia. I call with all my heart, Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. 
my eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. The The words words I have spoken spoken to you are spirit and life. Alleluia. Lord, you have built your temple and altar on your holy mountain. Alleluia. Lord, Lord, you you have have built your temple and altar on your holy mountain. Alleluia. God of my fathers, Lord of mercy, you who have made all things by your word and in your wisdom have established man to rule the creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice and to render judgment in integrity of heart. Give me wisdom, the attendant at your throne, and reject me not from among your children, for I am your servant, the son of your handmaid, a man weak and short-lived and lacking in comprehension of judgment and of laws. Indeed, though one be perfect among the sons of men, if wisdom who comes from you be not with him, he shall be held in no esteem. Now with you is wisdom, who knows your works, and was present when you made the world, who understands what is pleasing in your eyes, and what is conformable with your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens, and from your glorious throne dispatch her, that she may be with me, and work with me, that I may know. What is your pleasure? For she knows and understands all things and will guide me discreetly in my affairs and safeguard me by her glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, Lord, you you have have built your temple and altar on your holy mountain. Alleluia. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Alleluia. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Alleluia. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, 
who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts forever. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Alleluia. A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. None of us lives as his own master, and none of us dies as his own master. While we live, we are responsible to the Lord, and when we die, we die in his, as his servants. Both in life and death, we are the Lord's. That is why Christ died and came to life again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is is risen risen from the the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. Know that I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Know that I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Alleluia. We have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. With all who are baptized, let us give glory to the Lord and ask Him, Lord Jesus, give us your Spirit to make us holy. Send us your Holy Spirit, that we may acclaim you before the world as Lord and King. Lord Jesus, give us your Spirit to make us holy. Give us a sincere love that the Church may be a loving family. Lord Jesus, 
Give us your Spirit to make us holy. Give your life-giving grace to all the faithful, that they may receive with joy the gifts of the Spirit. Lord Lord Jesus, Jesus, give us us your Spirit to make us holy. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit to heal our wounds and make us strong. Lord Lord Jesus, Jesus, give give us us your Spirit to make make us holy. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who have celebrated the Paschal festivities may by your gift hold fast to them in the way that we live our lives. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The weekend is here, and tomorrow is the Solemnity of Pentecost. Wear something red to Mass if you have it. Morning Air is coming up. The Saturday edition in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out, make it a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.